0: Welcome to the Pain Relief Path Podcast, where I dive into the vast world of chronic pain with the occasional help from knowledgeable guests from diverse disciplines that impact your chronic pain. I am your host, Dr. Pan Zhang, physical therapist turned chronic pain coach. I'm here to educate, empower, and encourage you to find your path to a pain-free life. Thank you for listening. Enjoy. Hello and welcome back to Pain Relief Path. My name is Dr. Pan Zhang and I am a chronic pain coach. Um, And this is another episode of Wednesday Walk and Talk where we are just talking and not walking, but that is okay. Um, I think the audio might be a little bit better when we just do the talking, but anyway. So today, I wanted to bring up a topic that has to do with stress management. And um, this actually was brought up by a client of mine. And I thought this was a really fantastic question. And I think that she is not the only one with this question and this concern. So What she was saying is she's been doing all of these stress management techniques like meditation, breathing exercises, even things like journaling, or at the time when she's really super stressed out, things like counting backwards from a hundred, right? And she's saying, you know, at the time when I do that thing, it does help. But then I come out of that when I stop doing the breathing exercise or when I stop meditating, all of the things that stress me out are still there. So this isn't really helping me manage my stress. It's just helping me for the two or three minutes that I am doing that exercise. And I'm still as stressed afterwards. And I think for a lot of people, this is the case. And this might be the reason why you've tried meditation, you've tried breathing exercises, you've tried body scans, and you stop because it's not working does that sound like you? So one of the things that I really want to talk about here is about managing expectations and about managing what stress management techniques are really meant to do. So if you remember, chronic pain is made up of contributions from your body your brain, and the stories that you tell yourself. And stress is a huge contributor from all of those. So stress causes biological changes, including hormonal changes, such as spiking your cortisol, It triggers your sympathetic nervous system, which increases your heart rate, blood pressure, all of those things. Um, It decreases how deep you inhale and exhale, increases your respiratory rate, all things that really just kind of amp you up. And when you are in chronic pain, if you're amped up, In your body, it can actually make your pain worse because your sympathetic nervous system is basically your, one of your alarm systems. So remember pain again is your alarm system. So if your stress goes up and your alarm system starts going off, your pain is going to be like, oh yeah, that alarm system's going off. Your body is going to pick up on that and you are going to have more pain okay and then stress also affects the mind because again your hormonal levels are going to change and also you can really spiral into just anxiety depression fear when you are stressed out because stress can really create some of those negative emotions and really a stress is at the end of the day, Stress. A lot of the stress that we have is really self-imposed. It's really just stories that we're telling ourselves. For instance, stories saying, you know, if I don't do this, then this is going to happen. Or if this doesn't happen because I didn't do this, my life is going to fall apart, right? Um, And sometimes that might be true, but sometimes it really is your brain and your stories telling yourself the worst case scenario. Now, that is kind of something that's innately built into us simply because we as humans have evolved to really be on alert for that worst case scenario so we can plan ahead. However, we don't want to be doing that all the time with every event or circumstance that comes our way because it just doesn't serve us. And you having being in that high stress level all the time really is just not great for our minds and our bodies, okay? So if you've been one of those people where you are, when you are stressed out, you just feel like your mind is kind of running away from you. If you've ever been stressed and you're trying to just picture this, trying to just get ready in the morning, right? And you have yourself to get ready. You've have your dogs to get ready. You've got your family to get ready. You're running around, you lay in bed before you get up and you're like, okay, I'm going to do this, 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 and this, this morning. And then the day starts, you get out of bed and suddenly your brain goes into 10 different directions. Have you packed the kids lunch have you said the dog oh did you change the laundry last night did you clean the dishes up does, does the dishwasher need to be opened up to air out and then how about um you know did you call your boss or your coworker or do the things that you meant to do last night that you Saved really for this morning because you were too tired last night and oh man, I don't know, you know, what I'm going to be doing for lunch today. Did I pack myself lunch? Do the kids have lunch? And your brain just goes into what I like to call the anxiety spiral of doom. right? That your brain just goes 10,000 different places. You're just trying to run around doing as much as possible. And then at the end of the morning, when you're headed out the door, when it were, or when you're ready to kind of really get your day started, you feel like you've done nothing. Your morning has just kind of taken over and you kind of just felt like you were running around like a headless chicken, right? Not to be too graphic, but that is the saying. So when those types of things happen, taking a second to just pause and do a little breathing, whether it's box breathing or four, seven, eight breathing, or just literally not even going into that, just inhaling and exhaling two or three times to be able to slow down your mind can really be helpful. And that's, again, what these stress management techniques are really built to do is really to help you slow down your brain so that you can actually truly be present and observe what you're thinking so that you can really understand your thoughts, your feelings, and then your actions around all of these things. If you are one of the people or if you're in a situation where you're just always anxious about social, social situations or relationships. A lot of times these are stories that we're making up in our head saying, you know, if I don't do this, my partner is going to think of me this way, or my mother-in-law or my friends, or if I act this way, or if I say this, this is what they're going to be thinking of me. And these are all stories that we tell ourselves, okay and this is another big um, stress that a lot of my clients have is just really taking control of what your own thoughts feelings and actions are and not caring about what other people's thoughts feelings and actions are you can only control yourself and that's a big thing that is really hard to understand. And it's honestly something that takes practice. I even have to practice that because it's not just me controlling myself, but I also have to understand and respect that if my husband is not doing something that I want him to do, because it would make me happy. I know that he doesn't have any control over my emotional situation and what he does or does not do. If I get mad at that or if I get stressed about it, it's actually a story that I'm just telling myself, okay? But if you start letting your brain kind of run away with whatever story you're telling yourself, like... You know, if I don't do this, or if I don't have everything set up for this event, these people are going to think that I'm a horrible person. I'm a horrible mother, wife, daughter, partner, whatever. And these things are going to happen in my life. And, you know, 10 years later, you're homeless and living under a bridge somehow. I'm not really sure. Uh, But... That's what happens, right? That's how your mind goes. So again, that stress management technique, those stress management techniques are for you to just take control again of your thoughts and then your feelings and then your actions. Your thoughts are the foundational thing that you can have control over. But first you have to be able to at least understand or observe your thoughts, And if your brain's like a runaway train, you don't really have a chance to do that. So these stress management techniques, again, are for you to stop, slow down, take a breath, both literally and figuratively, and be able to really see what you're thinking and be able to address your thoughts and be able to change them if that is appropriate. Okay. So I think again, the big thing with stress management techniques is about managing expectations. These techniques are not meant to just poof away your stress. That's not going to happen, right? Your stress is going to that stressful situation, even after you've done the meditation and breathing and all that, that situation is going to be there. But how you approach that situation, the thoughts behind how you approach that situation, that's what you can change, right? So when you can slow your brain down and you have more control over your thoughts, whatever situation that was stressing you out before, now you can approach it maybe with a different mindset, some different thoughts, and some different stories. And that is how stress management techniques can help you manage your stress. Okay. I hope that makes sense. And again, like everything, I think truly it's just about managing expectations. I think most people, when they've tried meditation, breathing, journaling, things like that, they just expect that feeling of stress to miraculously lift after they've done those things for, you know, a week, a month, a year. But if they are not changing their thoughts and their thinking going into whatever situation was stressing them out after they've done mindfulness and breathing and journaling, then it's true. Those stress management techniques probably aren't going to help long-term. But if you can really harness the power of controlling your thoughts Then you can control your feelings, which is stress, around a certain situation, around a certain person, around a certain topic. And that is where stress management techniques come in. That is something you can totally do on yourself. Journaling is a phenomenal thing to help you with that because that really helps you take a deep dive into what you're thinking and helps you analyze it on paper. And it helps you kind of look back and say, oh, that's the story I'm telling myself. That's really not true at all. Or, oh, that's a story I'm telling myself. Why am I thinking that? Where did this story come from even, right? And that's where you can start really working on changing your perspective and your mindset on a certain situation, person, or topic. But as always, if you want help with this or you want more clarification on this, please feel free to reach out, and um, I'm happy to guide you through some of this or answer any questions that you have. You can DM me on my Instagram, Pain Relief Path, or just leave me a message here. Um, and yeah, that is my take on stress management stress management techniques. I hope that this was helpful for you. And we will see you at the next Wednesday, walk can talk. All right. Have a good day, guys. Bye.